Sex Communication, a podcast that explores how we communicate during sex and about sex, with explicit recordings and uninhibited conversation. My name is Brianne McGuire, founder of Graphic Paint and host of this uncensored adventure. Join me each week as I share crowdsourced audio files and interview a wide range of people about their private activities. The mission of this series is to change attitudes towards sex simply by changing the way it's communicated, one episode at a time. Sexy, sexy, sex stuff. Sex. Welcome to episode five of Sex Communication. Uh, Today is an interview with Jerry. Uh, We talk about his stance of self-abstinence when it comes to masturbation. He has not jerked off for three years Um, I thought it would be an interesting counterpart to do this episode and the next episode all about masturbation, but two very different sides of the same coin. Um, So this conversation is all about how and why he does not jerk off. And episode six is uh, some audio of me jerking off to porn. And then, of course, I talk about how I got off in the last week. So between episode five and episode six, you have the perspective of no masturbation, and perhaps too much masturbation. Um, So I hope you enjoy the episode. It's a a great interview. He was very open, um, and I thought this would also be a nice counterpoint not only to all of the masturbation I talk about in the following episode, but just in the whole schema of this podcast. You know, there's a lot of emphasis on, on having sex, you know, but there are many, many, many different different sides of, of sex life. You know, some people are not having any sex and, you know, I have some interviews lined up with people like that. Uh, Jerry does have sex with people. He just does not masturbate, but I thought, you know, it's fascinating, like why people choose the things that they choose. I think it's all, uh, worth listening to and talking about and exploring. And I hope you feel the same. So enjoy the interview. Hi, so today I have with me Jerry, and um, we're going to talk about abstinence and masturbation and porn consumption or lack thereof. So Jerry, welcome. Hello, thank you. <laughs> Good to be here. So um, so in casual conversation, it came up that you happen to have not masturbated in three years. That's, <laughs> that's still the case? Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to... How, well, how did that happen? Um... Well, it's funny you should ask. <laughs> um, you know, it, I guess it's something I really haven't even thought about. Um, but it, it was something that was part of my life. And, um, you know, I just made a lot of different lifestyle changes. And, um, you know, this was one of them. And, um, you know, I, I, you know, at the time I had given up, uh, you know, drugs and alcohol. And, um, you know, this just fell away too. So, yeah. So, are you... Is- are you approaching it like much like you're not doing drugs and alcohol? Do you kind of see this as, you know, you're not going to be masturbating for the near future? Is it like, are you done with that? Or it just is how things are right now? You know, uh, that's a good question. I think, uh, you know, I understand it can be like a healthy, um, you know, part of a person or part of sexuality. Um, but, you know, for me, it just really never made me feel good. You know, um, and um, I think I kind of lump it together with like a lot of other kind of um, bad habits. Um, you know, so I think I'm I'm fine without it um, at the moment, and um, and also just looking at like um, 
like explicit materials you know it just um i feel like it wasn't doing a lot for me and i, I feel like i've just been fine without it you know so so are you having sex at all like with people uh, yeah yeah I, yeah okay. i do um um yeah you know I, I i still do that from time to time i just uh you know on my own i don't really um you know i'm just not really you know uh doing it with myself you know <laughs> Yes. Okay, so with the the absence of uh, explicit material too. So in regards to you're having sex with another person. So if you're having sex with another person and that person suggested or was interested in watching porn with you as part of like your your shared experience, would you be against it or you would we would engage in that? That's a um, interesting question you know um i guess with my partners it hasn't really come up before um even before i, I stopped uh so um yeah it's just really not on my radar <laughs> i'm not sure if i would to be honest it's like i, I feel like um uh looking looking at it um is you know i feel like it's almost like a drug in itself you know, at least, you know, uh, I feel like it affects me the same way. And so it's like, I, I probably would want to pass, <laughs> but I mean, I can, um, I still feel like I can have like, you know, uh, a good time, uh, just having sex, you know? So, yeah. So does that mean, do you feel like you, you did have a problem with masturbation and with uh, porn and explicit material before you stopped like did it was it was something that was taking over your life or you've just changed your position about it yeah i think it's mostly just changing my position about it like um there were um you know that was just something it was like very private um i'm not sure if like uh how much it was like uh, it was really getting in the way, um, you know, I just, like, it just never, made, I, I always felt bad after I did it, you know, you know, I, I, you know, I'd look, look at it almost every day, mm. you know, whenever I had a moment alone, and, um, I mean, from what I understand, this is, like, normal <laughs> for, for guys, um, but, I mean, it's just something that, you know, I don't, at least in my circles, we don't really talk about, but, um, yeah, it just didn't make me feel good. It really, I felt like it was like, um, uh, I feel like it was just like kind of like polluting my soul or something. Um, maybe at least like it was what the kind of images I was seeing, mm. but I just felt like it was like very kind of negative. And, um, yeah, I just, I feel like that it was just like a lot of like kind of negative energy, you know, and I feel like it was just, um, uh, you know, at least for me, like there were times where, uh, uh, you know, I'd just be going about my life and then like, I don't know, like I'd, I'd remember some, you know, something that I saw, stuff maybe I didn't want to see and it was just like, fuck, you know, like you can't like unsee stuff, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And I was just like, you know, I just don't want to keep doing this to myself and exposing myself to this. So. Well, what about uh, masturbation that didn't involve watching porn? Oh, yeah, no, I've done that. It was like, it was chill. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I didn't really, um, you know, that didn't really feel shameful. And this was prior to your last three years? Or yeah, this, yeah, okay. it's prior. Yeah, because I haven't really done it at all since, um, yeah, literally since, like, three years ago, um, I stopped. So, yeah. 
And do you want to explain a little bit about like what kind of porn you were looking at? Or was it stuff that was very produced? Is that kind of maybe what lent the negative energy aspect or amateur I mean, stuff? Or yeah, it was like produced like um, like um, you know I guess like I, I haven't really seen a lot of different kinds. You know, it's like I don't really know the lingo, but it was like um, uh, you know like. Uh, famous names and stuff I don't know it's just like uh but yeah I just think yeah I still feel like it was like uh yeah I mean I know there is stuff out there where it's like um uh not that but I, I don't know that's like kind of what the kind of stuff that I always like found so yeah so I know before we started recording, I mentioned that um, one of the other elements that would be featured in the series of this podcast was the inclusion of audio recordings of actual sex. And, you know, you mentioned that you didn't think you'd be interested in listening to that. So just getting back to that specific subject and the fact that it's audio and, and not visual at all, and it is something that's not produced or performed, but like an actual... Um, like captured moment or experience or series of moments as it were but um so what about it like that what about the idea of that or listening to that is is offensive to you or or like just something that you don't want to engage in like what's the reasoning you know I think it's just um like I think you're probably the first person I've ever spoken to about this you know um this is the first time I've really just been on the subject and I think I just have like a lot of fear um around uh um you know like consuming that kind of material you know mm-hmm. and i'm like uh oh, you know there were times where you know it, it came up on my on my you know i mistakenly came up upon like porn or something on my phone or computer and i was like oh shit you know like kind of i felt like a little like kind of set off that like craving or whatever mm-hmm. and i was like you know what i um uh, uh, you know, and I'd like obsess and I was like, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't really want to go back to that, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah. And it, I think it's, um, I so guess it'd be kind of like a trigger. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, just being honest. Yeah. Yeah. So like, how did you, how did you first begin? Like, what was your, your sexual history? Like, did you, were you masturbating before you had sex? Did you look at porn when you started masturbating or did porn come later? Like, how did those things enter your life and what was your experience when they did? Yeah, I think, um, with, um, you know, it's funny, I never even really thought about it until, like, when I was walking over here. Um, it was, like, I think the, my first experience with sex was, like, actually, like, looking at pornography and, like, um and uh and masturbating um that was like my first experience or was like where i first like learned about sex mm-hmm. um yeah but it was like now that i like think about it there was like some like trauma there too and i think i, I need to be real about that you know there was like some like um there was like some sexual abuse there and um i you know i think i never really made the connection <laughs> mm-hmm. um but i think that, that was like yeah, that, um, where I was, like, watching it with, like, other people, like, uh, like, other kids, and it was, like, there was some, like, contact there, and it was not really, I don't know, I think I, looking, I was, like, definitely uncomfortable with it, and it was, like, super shameful, mm. and, um, for years, it was, like, very upsetting to me, but I think that probably may have led to my discomfort with it, like, 
later in my life, you know. And so then how did it, it reappear in your life to the point where you felt like it was, was causing a problem or? Um, I think I just, uh, it probably just, I think it just stayed in my life, mm-hmm. you know, um, where it just kind of became a habit. Um, you know, it was just like, yeah, it was just like a big part of my life. And, um, I, you know, it'd be like, I'd, um, you know, I'd have like assignments and stuff and I'd like take a break to do that or something or like a procrastinate like that. And it just, um, I feel like after a while it kind of became like, um, yeah, just like a time. I don't know, I wouldn't spend, like, a crazy amount of time with it, like, you know, probably like, 30 minutes or something, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, I feel like I found myself doing it when I necessarily didn't want to be. It would just be, like, as soon as I got alone, mm-hmm. that's what I would do um, a lot of the time, so. And did you have a religious upbringing? Did any of that kind of play into? No, yeah. nothing like that, like, yeah. So you said, like, this is kind of your first time really talking more deeply about this so I'm just curious too because part of the point of of having these conversations is, you know, to create a normalcy around the topics <laughs> that are covered and just the the whole subject in general of yeah. sex, however <laughs> expansive that is. Yeah. So is that I mean, is it just in your friend group? Do you feel like is sex not talked about, or is it masturbation that isn't, or porn? Like, what? Where, how do your conversations happen? Do you avoid these conversations, or is it? <laughs> I think it's yeah. I mean, I'm like, um, I think it's uh, definitely. An, I don't think I talk to my friends about it. I'm like a uh, like heterosexual guy, um, and I feel like it. Yeah, now that I'm like a little bit older, I'm like. Um, um, yeah, I feel like we don't really talk about it, but I mean, yeah, I feel like it was something we talk about in high school or something, but yeah. like, I, I couldn't really tell you what any, anybody else does, you know? So it's not just you not talking about it, they don't talk about it either. No, and I think there's <laughs> like, you know, uh, uh, I, I still feel like there's a lot of stigma, you know, around it, and so, yeah. Do you consider your group of friends to be conservative? No, nah, not, like, <laughs> not, not really at all, you know, it's just like, I, I feel like we just don't like, um, I don't know, I can't imagine, ha- I don't even really know how to have that conversation with friends, like, hey, hey buddy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are your uh, porn doing habits, <laughs> you know, how do you, how often do you, you know, get down there, you know, but even the topic of, of, uh, having sex with partners that that's also not discussed or that is but no yeah we talk about it you know i think it's not like super in depth yeah you know but um yeah <laughs> i i guess it's fun. i mean i don't even um yeah no it's, i mean it's you know being here though it's just uh um i guess i've I guess, like, uh, I'm not going to say sexuality isn't, like, a big part of my life, but I think it's, like, definitely, um, uh, yeah, I think it's not something I'm, like, super, like, open about, you know, and, like, I really don't know how to be open about it, and, like, you were saying something about, you know, people asking for what they want and what they need, and it's, like, I, I don't know, I'm not sure really how to do that, 
you know, I, I guess like this whole idea of like sex positivity, um, I, don't, I don't think it's like a, a new thing, mm. but I mean, I think it's like, it's still something I, I haven't really explored, you know, and I think, yeah. Do you wish you felt more comfortable with that? Like asking for what you want or saying, you know, this is something I don't want, like being explicit about what your needs and boundaries are? Or desires, things like that. You know, I think in general, like I'm not somebody who's like often in. You know, I've I've had relationships in the past, um, in like partners, but I don't think. Um, um, yeah, no, I think I just like don't really. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't really ask for. Yeah, I mean, I think I probably was like scared. You know, like, say, stuff I kind of wanted to try and stuff, you know. So when you first learned about sex, were you, did you have the kind of experience as a kid where your parents approached you, or, like, was it through a friend, or was it just kind of, like, picking up through popular culture and things that you discover, or, like, a very, um, like, really comprehensive sex ed class in school? Like, what, how did you first, like, even... Like, how was sex at, introduced, like, from the very beginning? Do you remember, like, your yeah. first... They, I wasn't, like, super into it. And, like, all my other, all my friends, they, they were, like, noticing girls. Like, I think, yeah, I was interested in, like... You know, I think I was able to have, like, a romantic um, experience with, like, women, you know? I think that, like, I'd had that, but, like, I wasn't really sexually very um, interested immediately. You know, like, so my friends would be like, oh, yeah, she looks good or whatever. And I'd be like, oh, she has a nice ass. I'm like, oh, oh, what? (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, so, like, and they, like, all started masturbating. And, like, I wasn't even that into it. I was like, huh? Like, you got to do it, man. I'm like, do what? (laughs) Uh, But then I, yeah, then I got, like, pretty, like, really into it, you know? Um yeah. And did your parents sit you down ever? You didn't have the birds and the bees talk? <laughs> I think it was like a little bit here and there. Like I just remember my dad, he's like, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, him and I were playing baseball and he's like, you know, you're at your uh you're at your sexual prime right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, my what? <laughs> he's like, just he's like, Yeah, man, I'm just gonna tell you that. And uh I don't know. I think I, I didn't really have like, you know, I think I definitely, I think my parents wanted me to be afraid of it. You know, mm-hmm. maybe they had some fear and shame around it. And I think that probably just transferred to me. Um, yeah. So. so with your parents, so would you, it's, was your impression, I mean, like with the, the type of parents or couple that like didn't really display affection in front of you at all? Like did it, they just have a, like a body language with each other that just was a little more frigid or I mean how no no, no they were you know displaying affection you know but I just I think they weren't very um I don't know I think it was uh it, I think of it it was still like probably a little taboo you know and I think even when I told my mom I like had kissed a girl she was like uh, you know, she, like, made me apologize to the girl, you know, and when I was a kid, and I was like, yeah, I mean, it's, like, a little weird. How uh, old were you when that happened? Fifth grade. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think I just probably carry that into adulthood. So, <laughs> it's just, yeah. 
Okay. You know, it's like we're talking about this. Yeah, I don't really want to. Um, it's like I don't even know how much I want to make it about me. You know, and like I think I'm like. Uh, yeah, I think I. Uh, yeah, because I think I. I'm not sure how like how much like. I guess maybe this, I'm probably not the only one who had this kind of experience and like view sex this way. I think that's you know a lot of the culture is like um, treat sex as taboo and you know I don't know if something is like uh, or I mean, you could probably talk on that but like I think I'm probably not the only one who's like a little like shy about this stuff and yeah. you know yeah. yeah I mean you're right and it's something that is surprising to me because. Like, porn is so available. You know, I remember when I was a kid, like, this was kind of... Well, I mean, at the time, being young, it was... Like, porn on the internet wasn't the main way porn was accessed, you know? It was still, like, VHS tapes and, you know, things like that. Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think about, like, the first time that I saw anything. I remember coming across stacks of penthouse magazines that my grandfather had when Mm. we were staying at his house in Canarsie. Um, And that's when I was like... And even under the bed, my stepfather's stash under the bed in my mom's house. And this is like when I'm four years old, Mm. you know? Um, And then first seeing... I remember like catching glimpses of sex scenes on TV or in movies, you know, at moments I wasn't supposed to see. Plus yeah. like cable at my dad's house where no one's watching me and, you know, Revenge of the Nerds and all this. Yeah, I, I, I mean, now that you're saying that, like, I feel like there were, there were a bunch of times where like, you know, my mom's like putting her, <laughs> putting her hands over my eyes, you know, so. Yeah, I'd get asked to leave the room. I, I Yeah, it's funny because I didn't grow up with like... My mom was definitely not an open person and not what I would consider to be a openly sexual person. You know, there was a lot of, like, this is inappropriate, this is, you're too young for this kind of thing. Like, it was never something we discussed. And even the sex talk, like, she was so, so, um, like, logical and matter-of-fact about it. I remember when I was in fifth grade, I had my first boyfriend... And he was a year older than I was, and the um, he had brought up blowjobs, which at the time, like, I didn't know what a blowjob was. I had just heard the term before. And I remember asking her sec- her what a blowjob was and her telling me it meant to give oral pleasure. And this is at the same time where I'm reading, like, The Babysitter's Club, which yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with your guys, so probably not, but um, they take an oral there's an oral report in it. So I remember that oral meant spoken. And I'm like, what the fuck does this mean? Like you tell somebody a good story, oral pleasure. Like she couldn't even be uh, like explicit about like, just speak to me in a way that kind of normalized it. And yeah, so I don't know how my own freedom about the topic and, you know, discussing it and just being very open. I don't know where that came from, but yeah, no, I, yeah, that's, uh, no, I hear that. I, um, you know, I remember too, and as a kid, like the, the, it was like the White House thing, the impeachment, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, I didn't, I couldn't really understand what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oral, a what? <laughs> Where did the state come from? <laughs> Wait, the president's gonna get fired for, for what? <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I understand it. Yeah. Yeah. 
But it seems strange, you know, you would think in this time when it's available everywhere, right? And and I don't know, I, I feel like as things have gone on, like I certainly hear more people talking about it casually, you know, more than I ever did like growing up or even in my 20s. But at the same time, like despite however open certain people may be, it's not even... Um, a matter of like some people are willing to talk about it some people aren't it's that even the people who are willing to talk about it they're still so limited in what they're willing to talk about like even mm. how you were saying with your friends like you guys talk about sexual experiences with partners but nobody's offering up like you know their porn preferences or like just talking about masturbating in any kind of casual sense it's like so what it, what is it that creates that you know it's just like something I'm very curious about and I would hope to change so mm. <laughs> yeah so um okay well this is another thing I was thinking so I asked you already the idea if you're with a partner and you know they brought up the idea of introducing porn or like the experience of watching porn together and that being a no-no so what about if a partner that you're with um like wanted you guys to masturbate in front of each other. Is that something that would also be off limits or that like context would change and mm. so therefore your approach would change? Uh yeah, no, I think I I mean as long as it yeah, it's like um yeah, I mean I think it was if it was part of like an act, you know, sex act, you know, I I think I'd probably be okay with it. Um yeah, or if it was like some like we're both, you know, helping each other out, you know, like, that would be, I'd, I'd probably be okay with that. I mean, you know, one of the things I gotta say, too, is it's just, like, with the whole, like, you know, abstinence thing, like, I'm not even really sure it feels, like, 100% healthy. <laughs> it's, like, you know, so it's, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I gotta, like, probably say that, too, and, um, yeah. So why, why would, why do you say you don't, you're not sure that it's a hundred percent healthy. Like what, what inspires that? Yeah, no. Cause I think it's like, um, I, I, it, it probably, um, you know, I think it's like a part of life, you know, sex and like being a human being. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I feel like it's probably a part of me that I'm just not expressing, you know, is, you know, and not like really, um, you know, I feel like this is what I'm doing right now. Um, yeah. And I'm just like, um, I'm not really sure what, what really works for me yet, you know, but it's like, this is just what I, what's working for me for the time being, you know, and, um, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so given your, the state of your masturbatory life, which is, you know, in the realm of abstinence right now, but yeah. you're still engaging with, with partners. Yes. So how you engage with partners has that changed at all oh uh, yeah i think i have i mean what's changed is it's like i feel like i've um had like i feel like my energy has changed and like the kind of people i attract mm. are like much better like people i like want and you know because like for me it would usually just be like i get trashed and then kind of like go home with whomever you know, uh, but it's, like, I've kind of found myself with people I was, like, actually attracted to after, like, um, 
you know, because I feel like before I was, like, maybe a little bit thirsty, mm. you know, and um, actually, like, masturbating almost made it worse. Mm. That was, like, the that's kind of the thing that I thought was um, kind of surprised me was just, like, uh, yeah, with masturbating when I did, like, I feel like I, I just wanted sex a lot more, you know, um, and I was, like, willing to be, um, I wasn't as selective about who it was with. You know, but it's like, I feel like now that I've actually, um, I've kind of been a little, I don't know if restrictive is a good word that sounds like very punitive, but now that I've, um, I'm just not really, um, uh, now that I'm just like not doing it, hmm. it's like, I found that it's like, you know, the people have, um, yeah, I've just had like a, I feel like I've had a better experience with sex and, um, yeah. And I've just had like a better time with it. Are there acts though that you're not engaging in now like all right so there's nothing like you used to practice before or do or try that you've you've changed it's more just like the partner pool and like your selection process yeah you know because it's like and i also stopped doing a lot of like you know it's like i'm not really going to many bars and um yeah, you know, so it's like, that was like, yeah, that was a big part of my life before I'd be like, okay, I'm like messed up and go home with somebody or like I'd wake up after being messed up and, you know, like when I was hungover, I'd get like masturbate, you know, um, but it would just be, um, I don't know, it, it, it uh, yeah, you know, I, I think the only thing that really changes is just, like, yeah, like, when, yeah, how much I, yeah, like, uh, how often I choose to, to do it, you know. But yeah, there's a lot more, like, kind of choice hmm. in the matter, yeah. Is there anything that you can imagine about, well, I mean, so there's a huge spectrum of porn that's available, right? Yeah. So just to really, like, beat a dead horse with this situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... If you're, you know, you don't want to look at explicit material, is there, like, can you imagine any um, type of explicit material, like, if it was presented in a different way, or, like, maybe the treatment of it, or the subject matter, or the production, or the intent behind it, like, are are there any circumstances or um, manifestations of it that you know, could change or be in a different way that would, you can imagine changing your mind about, like, is it just your experience Mm, with the things that you've actually had firsthand experience with? Like, you know, can you imagine just a scenario or, uh, like any kind of circumstances being different that you, you might have a different, different, uh, perspective about? Hmm. That's, I mean, that's actually an interesting question. Um, yeah, no, because I know there's stuff out there where it's, like, not a man and a woman, you know, it's, like, um, yeah, you know, I think I've only, like, looked at, like, one kind, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I don't know, I feel like I, I just had the experience of just being uncomfortable, and and I think I, I didn't really feel uncomfortable when I was, when it was, like, not pornography, when it would just be, like, I don't know, a picture of a beautiful woman, mm-hmm. you know, but I think I stopped letting myself do that, I think I just, it, it really kind of became about, like, you know, just, like, explicit sex after a while, and, like, um, um, yeah, I think it's, I'm not even, yeah, you know, I think there's, there's probably, like, 
Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd be... Um, I think I'm okay with people doing whatever, you mm. know, as long as it's like... Uh, you know, I'm not an authority on any of this. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think I'd be really that interested in, like, viewing it, you know. It's, it's just not something I really want. <laughs> Do you consider erotica to fall into porn or explicit material? I mean, I'm going to be honest. Like, it's like, even though, like, I don't, like, look at porn, it's like I follow these, like, like ladies in bikinis on Instagram. Yeah. You know, it's like I still look at that, you know. It's like a... <laughs> You know, and I look at Instagram almost every day. So it's like, I, I look at that and I feel like it almost feels like I haven't, <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm not masturbating, mm-hmm. but I'm still thinking like, it does, it, it's almost like I, the same thing, <laughs> you know? Um, but I mean, I don't think I would, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, there's something, and, and I think like, yeah, I can look at nudity and not feel any way about it like Mm -hmm. if it's art you know but like i think when it's like specifically supposed to be like porn i think that that definitely has an impact on me you know and i'm like oh no nope nope (laughs) nope yeah so what about because this is this is another maybe this would surprise you but so like i consume porn but i have what even i think is kind of a strange boundary where like, I'll watch uh, sex in movies, but I have a problem with gratuitous sex and nudity in movies. Mm. Like, I mean, I mentioned, you know, early on that I, I saw, like, Revenge of the Nerds, which I don't know if you've ever seen, but there was, like, it was that that era of 80s movies with, like, gratuitous female nudity. Never mm. male nudity, but always just <laughs> gratuitous female nudity. And I find it extremely offensive. Mm. Um, You know, and like Kentucky Fried Movie is another one. And, you know, movies now like um, Beer Fest and things like that. Like, it's just, it it irritates me. It really upsets me. And, like, I won't watch it and it really disgusts me. But, like, if it's sex in a movie and it makes, like, I I don't have a problem with that. But it's almost like... If you're going to put nudity or sex in something just for, like, the sake of the nudity or sex, it's, like, to me, that deserves to be on its own. Like, okay, yeah, I'm watching porn for the sake of nudity and sex, mm. but, you know, that's the entirety of that experience. I'm not I'm not watching porn for the story or, <laughs> you know, the cinematography or anything like that. Sure. So, like, if I'm watching a movie, I want to watch a movie for the sake of a movie and a story mm. and acting and, you know, that experience, right? So it feels, like, sure. polluted yeah, by yeah, putting yeah. that in. Do you have a similar feeling? Or? Um, no, I, I hear... Um, no, I definitely hear what you're saying, and I've, I've kind of had that experience, like, growing up. There'd be, like, rap videos that were just, like, very, you know... Yeah. It was, like, it, it was, like, very explicit, you know, and it's, like, um, uh, and, yeah, like, I, I think, um, there's a lot of it I, I feel like I can't really, like, I, I think I've just become very, like, sensitive to it. Like, I think, like, before I could just, like, watch that, and it would, um, even, at, like, when I was younger, I think there were times where, yeah, maybe I would use that as, like, material to, like, but, you know, to, like, masturbate to or something. I mean, this is, like, embarrassing to say, um, but, um, but, like, yeah, now I, I, I kind of don't really want to look at that, you know, it's, like, you know, sometimes, you know, it's, like, super over the top. It's, like, I just want to, um, or, like, I don't want to hear certain things in mm-hmm. songs, um, or I'm just, like, oh, that's, like, very, um, 
I, I like it when it's funny or whatever, but if it's like, yeah, like, uh, uh, just very explicit, I'm like, uh, you know, I, I'm kind of just like not really okay with it anymore, you know? So what if you were with a sexual partner? I'm going to throw you lots of, of hypothetical. <laughs> no, but if you were watching a movie and you hadn't seen the movie before, so you weren't aware of every aspect of the content that was in said movie, and there's like a gratuitous sex or nudity or combination, well, presumably there would be a combination of the two. So you're sitting there, you're watching this with your partner, and like this kind of scene comes on. How do you react? <laughs> uh uh let's see how would I react um I think it probably um I can't uh, uh, probably would uh, depend on how like how explicit <laughs> let's say really explicit yeah no I'd probably be like grossed out you know and like uh yeah it might set off that you know so would you sit there suffering, or you would say <laughs> something, or you would leave? Like yeah, I'd probably leave, you know. But I mean, it's like a partner, I don't know. Um, would you give an explanation, or you would just leave the room? Uh, I'd probably like, close my eyes or something. Like, it just hasn't come up yet, you yeah. know. Um, yeah. All right. Another like, hypothetical yeah, question? Sure, yeah, sure, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Um, so what if your partner... What if there was a movie, say... You must be familiar with Secretary, right? Yeah. Well, um, we're... I probably wouldn't want to watch that now. (laughs) Okay, so, like, if there was a movie that you knew was, like, heavily sexual, and your partner wanted to go see it, but it wasn't porn, and it wasn't gratuitous, but it was, like, something that, you know, or, like, Blue is the Warmest Color, or, like, that French movie called Rape Me, or Rape, or whatever it is. Like, so, and your partner suggested that. Would you decline... Probably. With explanation? Yeah, or? I think I'd probably... I think I, I would tell, like, a partner that, like, hey, that's just, like, not really me. And uh, I'm not really that interested in it, you know. And I think it's, like, um, you know, I gotta, like... Um, yeah, I think it's, like, I've kind of learned to be able to say no and just... Um, I mean, I just feel like such a prude, like, saying a lot of this stuff, you know... Um, but it's also just, like, I gotta, like, protect myself, um, because I, I mean, I sometimes, I feel like it's harmful to look at that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. and it's, like, I mean, honestly, it's not even just, like, sex that I'm, like, very sensitive now to, it's, like, also, like, violence Mm -hmm. in films and movies, like, I could hardly even watch, like, a football game sometimes when I see the guys tackle each other, I'm, like, Jesus Christ, like, you know, you can get hurt like that, and I can't really look at violence in movies anymore, um... Uh, you know, just for the same reason, you know, it's like, yeah, if it was like crazy sex in a movie, if it was like crazy violence, I couldn't look at the violence either. You know, I wouldn't want to see that. Hmm. Um, you know, or I'd look at, um, there's like a lot of like shock. I mean, I know that there's like not all pornography is like shock material, but it's like, I can't really look at a lot of stuff like that anymore. Like I would, you know, on the internet, I'd look at, you know, like videos of fights and stuff and like, I can't look at that shit anymore. Like Hmm. I could... Um, I can't really, you know, I can barely, like, look at a boxing match now. I'm just like, fuck, you know, yeah. like, this is, um, I think I, I don't know what it is, but it's like, I, I used to be able to look at these things, or, like, UFC, I can't look at that. It's like, uh, it's really, um, uh, I, I'm just very sensitive to it all of a sudden. Yeah. You know. 
I don't think it's a matter of being prudish. I mean, it's almost... I mean, you have to think about the value in being in a position where you're so aware of where your boundaries are that, you know, that you're holding them, you know? Like, yeah. so I can imagine, like, there, I'm sure are any number of population people that, you know, are uncomfortable with things, but they're not comfortable enough to say, this is where my boundary is. And so they're just suffering silently with, you know, God knows what experience and what internal struggle that they're having. Um, so, I mean, like, there's something very strong about recognizing that and, you know, living in a way that's like, this is how I want to live and this is what I'm going to do and the boundaries I'm going to set to, you know, establish, like, what feels good or safe for me, you know? Yeah, and I just think, like, when you consume, like, the content you consume, like, I think it just gets, like, embedded in your, like, you know, I think that's, like, part of, I mean, I've heard people say this, this isn't, like, original, but I just think, like, the content you consume is, like, that's part of your diet, you know, and it's, yeah. like, that, like, um, you know, affects, like, who you are and, like, um, uh, just, like, your subconscious and, and, like, I think informs your actions and stuff like that. Mm. And, um, yeah, you know, because I think, like, um, um, yeah, so, so I just think it's, like, part of that. I think I just wanted to be mindful, too, of, of those kind of things and just, like, um, just, like, putting that, like, kind of just, like, negative, uh, negative or, like, violent stuff in my, in my psyche, mm -hmm. and in, in, you know, so. Do you, are there any instances you can recall where somebody, like, explicitly told you something was bad, like, that sex was bad or that porn was bad or that masturbating was bad did you ever have an experience of somebody kind of admonishing you for that or warning you against it or kind of giving you language or I think, that yeah yeah probably, i think it was like made to be like something i should be afraid of um you know at least that, like in my you know just like talking to my my family like in my household that was kind of like i don't know i think it was never really um, <laughs> I don't think it was ever just like, oh yeah, like, you know, adults, you know, it's just something adults do and, you know, perfectly healthy. It was just always like, oh, don't get somebody fucking pregnant. <laughs> like, oh, oh, you know, there might not be a condom around and, you know, the opportunity to have sex may arise and you're going to have a baby and, you know, are you going to get AIDS? Um... <laughs> So, uh, I think I just, like, have a lot of, um, I think it's, at least for me, it's, like, I feel like I kind of associate sex at some level with fear, you know, for that reason, and it's, like, um, even, like, you know, like sometimes, like, after having sex, like, I think part, part of me probably thinks sex is dirty, hmm. you know, and it's, like, even after having sex, it's, like, I, like, <laughs> like, I, you know, I want to, um, uh, like, take a shower, you know, or, like, I don't know, I'm, like, very, like, scared of STDs, um, you know, and that's been, like, part of my life, too, like, I once got, like, chlamydia, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so I just, like, I don't know, I think it's, like, it sucks, because it's, like, I do want sex, you know, it's not like I don't want it anymore, um, but, um, it's just, like, I don't even really know, um, yeah, just, like, how to have it and it, like, how to make it a healthy part of my life, and, yeah, 
So if you did, though. Yeah. You know, if you did, if your friends did suddenly, you know, the next time you, you sat down with them, they did start talking about uh, masturbation or porn, but in a way that wasn't, um, <laughs> that wasn't, you know, grandiose or performative, but like yeah. in a, in a, like an honest kind of vulnerable way of like, here I am with a group of friends and like, we're going to talk about this just like you would talk about, you know, like I happened to see my family the other day and like, you know, it could, like it's just natural in the conversation and not, you know, like this is a, a taboo topic, but treated in that, that same kind of equal handed fashion. Do you, do you think if you were exposed to that in those kind of like safe environments repeatedly, do you feel like the potential for your perspective to change would be there or you like would just be uncomfortable to the point where you would then decide to not hang out with those people anymore or like set some boundaries about what you are willing to discuss? Like, what, what do you think your reaction would be? I mean, everybody knows I don't. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like I told all my friends, like I don't do it. Okay. So and they might not be talking about friends. it when you're there because of that. Um, I think it like, I think we don't really, I don't know. I, I tell them about it and I'm like, yo, like, you know, uh, I just don't do it, but, like, I, I'm not even really sure how, um, yeah, I mean, I think I can, I can be upfront with people about it, like, hey, you know, I just, like, don't, yeah, um, I, I just haven't done it in a minute or whatever, and, um, you know, and there have been times in my life, um, where I, um, chose not to have sex mm-hmm. you know I was like I'm gonna go I'm gonna be like abstinent or whatever um cause I think like I, yeah I mean I I think I got in trouble too just like not in trouble but it was like I, I feel like I harmed myself like just trying to like um you know like a lot of my friends were always about like you know just like you know it's like oh it makes you a man to yeah. like be having sex and like you know just trying to be that guy you know like I, I got like that's like kind of how I got caught up with the STDs. It was like one friend once told me, he's like, oh yeah, I was with like 10 women in a semester. Yeah. And I was just like, really? You know, huh? And like, I tried to, you know, I, I mean, I felt horrible. Like, I've never told anybody about this, you know, but it's like, I, I did that. And then it was like, I ended up having to go to like the clinic and stuff. And it was like, it was a fucking terrible experience. Yeah. And it was like, I never even thought, you know, is that right for me? You know, it, it's like, um, you know, I feel like whenever we were talking about sex, it, w- it was always just, like, you know, kind of this, like, um, you know, you know, trying to be the man and stuff like that. Mm. You know, it wasn't just, like, you know, about respect and love and, you know, any of that. It was just kind of like, oh, yeah, 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 listen up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you know, I'm the man and, and all that, so... So what if you were in in a social setting, say, because, you know, like you're talking about what your friends talk about or don't talk about. And um, I mean, I don't know if it's one of those, you know, like attracts like situations, but um, my friends are generally and they're not as as open mouthed as I am. I will tell you that. And I do hang around with mostly straight men. And a lot of them are like, Jesus Christ, you're obsessed with sex. And, you know, part of it, I think, is that it's a matter of them. um, 
can never there I keep doing these interviews and there's always like this moment where a very typical word I can't grasp it but anyway like you're trying to to um you know align the conversation with the fact that it's originating from a woman like I think they automatically kind of react to it in a, a different way but what I'm trying to get at it is if you were in a social setting where you're with a group of people that maybe not you know your normal set of friends but they're having conversation that is very open and it's not you know that kind of be a man kind of thing. like it's not it's not talking about sex in that way it's talking about sex you know a bit more openly than perhaps you're used to but with respect and with um you know just as a normal conversation like is that something do you feel like if the more you were exposed to that, that it would normalize it for you, that it might lessen whatever fears you feel you have with sex yeah. or any of your discomfort, that it would, you know? You yeah, know. yeah, definitely. You know, I have encountered people who, like, you know... Um, Reconcile, that's the word. Anyway, I'm just... <laughs> I just oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, and, I, and I hear what you're saying, too. Like, I think there's, like, you know... Like, I think a lot of... There's like uh, a lot of this is about kind of like gender, gender norms yeah. and stuff like you know that. Um, uh, but uh, I, I mean, I, yeah, I have encountered people like that, and I'm always like, ooh, <laughs> you know. And they tell me about like some of these things they do, and like I don't know, like I'm always like, huh, you did, you did that? <laughs> like people are just kind of being a a little bit more adventurous about it and it just kind of like um yeah like I'm always just intrigued you know when I feel like I hear people who are like doing it in a way that's just like you know just like yeah sounds healthy and they're like kind of doing what they want and they're Mm -hmm. finding like-minded people um I'm always just like whoa you know like tell me you know like please yeah go on you know and um you know like people who are like you know, having orgies or, like, stuff like that. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> it really, that really happens? <laughs> you know? And they're like, oh, yeah. Like, this is, here's the info. And I'm always just, like, curious. Um, yeah, because it's, um, yeah, but I think it's just, like, the people I'm around, you know, where it's, like, uh, we're not really talking about it in a way that's, I feel like, maybe pro- I don't know if progressive is the word, but just like, um, I don't know, with it. <laughs> We're not very hip. No, it's just, it's just um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm definitely, when it comes up in that way, I'm always like, it, it almost is like something else. It's mm-hmm. almost like not even the, the thing that I think about. Right. I'm like thinking about this, this kind of like, you know, forbidden scary thing and then they're talking about this just like very accessible very um healthy thing mm. where i'm like whoa <laughs> what is what is that <laughs> you know so i don't even really know about that you know so all right and so when you're with uh, so you said you know you you've been upfront with your friends of like this is your position this is what you do or don't do um so are, do you approach new sexual partners the same way or like when you're dating somebody is it are you upfront about it or it's something that comes up when like the situation calls for it? Like you don't mention it unless there's like something that comes up where, you know, you would need to kind of express this is my boundary. And I'm saying this now because like the situation in front of us presents this 
talking point? Um, yeah, no, I, I, it, I don't think it was even something that ever came up before, you know, I think it was like, for me, like, sec, uh, like pornography and masturbation were like kind of secret. Um, yeah, it was like, it was a secret, you mm-hmm. know? And, um, it really is not something that, um, uh, uh, ever really comes up. Um, but I do think the way I approach people has changed a little bit, you know, because like, I feel like before it was like, I want to like, you know, before it was like, I wanted to like, you know, have sex the first night, um, most of the time. And, um, I don't know. I was never really thinking about seeing somebody else again. And, you know, I think now it's like, I can just like really like, um, you know, like see somebody more than once. And then maybe we, maybe it happens, you know, another night and Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay with that. But before, if it was like, it didn't happen the first night or something, I'd be like, all right, I'm not, I'll never see them again. (laughs) You know, I'm not going to like, um, yeah, so I think it's like, uh, yeah, that's it's just kind of been the pattern for me. Mm. Um, yeah. So getting back to what you were saying, um, so you follow these bikini girls on Instagram, right? Yeah. But you're not using it as as uh, like the means of of practicing masturbation or releasing. So do you feel? I mean, is it, do you do it and then you feel frustrated? Is it just something that's kind of like a part of your, your internet consumption or do you watch it and then like you're inspired sexually and maybe like that, um, triggers you to then pursue a partner or like, you know, if you're dating somebody, then, you know, it, it becomes tied in any way to then having sex with an actual person. Like, does it affect anything like what what is the result of looking at that Mm. um i think yeah not all of it is about like sex you know i think i can look at that and be inspired um just like a lot i feel like a lot of those people are like doing their thing and they're like getting money and i'm always just like oh that's like i'm kind of like oh that's cool they're able to like be that vulnerable and like um you know just make the whole like uh, social media thing look so effortless and like I can I think like that's that's part of it for me but I think yeah also I just uh you know it's just like pleasing <laughs> to look at um I'm not sure if I always like associate it even with sex hmm. um uh yeah but I think it um you know, I, I think it also is just, like, the kind of stuff I, like, allow myself to look at. I think I, I wasn't even, like, really looking at, like, images of women I thought were, like, crazy attractive before. It was just kind of, like, I was just looking just to, like, at a, you know, at the kind of sex acts I wanted to see or whatever. But I wasn't necessarily even, like, looking at the, the most attractive women. And it's, like, I don't know. I think it's, like, um... I think a part of it is also about just, like, letting myself, like, want more. Hmm. And, like, you know... Yeah, I don't know. I think, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's, I'm not really sure where to, what else to say about it. Um, yeah. All right. Can I ask, and you can give me a range or say your, like, late 
this or that, but like, what is your, what are your, your general age or age if you want to share? Yeah, late twenties. Yeah. Do you, um, cause it just makes me think about like where I was at that time because you might be surprised to learn. I, I had an instance with, um, it was actually the last person that I, I lived with. Um, and there was something unique about this relationship wherein it, it inspired a jealousy in me that I'd never experienced before. Like, you know, have there are different personality combinations and, you know, different people inspire different feelings and behaviors. And so this person, that relationship, like that's what it inspired for me, which I'd never encountered before. And at one point I discovered that he'd been jerking off to porn and I was so offended and so upset. And this is also like following a relationship where I was living and dating somebody that um, like consumed a tremendous amount of porn. We'd watch porn together. Like I was came into it. We were friends and then started dating. So like I knew right off the bat that like this was his thing and it never bothered me at all. But this guy, I met him off the Internet. Right. So there's also that thing of like. I didn't know him in real life. I didn't like kind of get to see all the warts and everything before we started dating. It was a matter of, you know, like this is how the person presents themselves. So like this was never part of the presentation, this idea that, you know, he's jerking off to porn. That was never part of my perception of him. So I don't know if that's like what added to it. But I never even watched porn myself for the purpose of... Um, using it to masturbate until after that relationship. So we had gotten to this huge fight. And at the time I was 27, 28, like over the course of those two years or 28 to 29 rather. And, um, in an effort to kind of like make everything work, of course I'm already living with the guy. Um, so I started watching porn to masturbate, like, okay, well let me give this a shot so I can kind of understand your side. Um, and so I did that, and I remember <laughs> I, like, made a video of myself masturbating while I was watching porn, and I left it for him. And it was partly kind of like, like, this is a demonstration, like, that I'm I'm open-minded enough that I'm trying to see your perspective. And not only am I trying to see your perspective, but I'm trying to live it so that I can really understand it. And he, um, like, was so dismissive. Like, it was, I was lying <laughs> about it, that right. it was almost not real and you know if i talked about um doing that again and somebody he didn't believe me and it became this very contentious point and you know it was never we never explored it openly and it was so frustrating and you know i've really made a point in relationships after that um to be upfront about it i'd like rather know all those things sooner than later but it just makes me think like that being my experience just in relation to age and where I am now, which I'm in my late thirties now. And, um, you know, I'm just curious, like I want to almost like schedule an interview from 10 years from now to see <laughs> how things yeah. have changed for you. Because I mean, you know, this, this is what happens. We have relationships with people. We experience, um, different things happening and, and then it changes our own behavior and responses and thoughts and attitudes about things. Um, yeah, so I, it just makes me really curious, you know, hearing where you are now and how you are and, and seeing myself in you a little bit, um, mm -hmm. you know. Anyway, do you have any, is there anything you want to expand on or talk about or ask or anything? Um, I think, yeah, part of me, what, like, inspired me to 
you know, to talk to you. It's just like, um, I think I just wanted to like let people know it is kind of possible hmm. to not, um, <laughs> like I said, you know, to, to not, uh, look at porn and not masturbate. Um, I think it was just, yeah. Um, it, I think it, it was something that just wasn't, you know, uh, it just didn't feel good for me. And I think I just, uh, yeah, I just want to let people know that it's like, you know, you don't have to do something that doesn't, you know, that doesn't bring you joy, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to, um, yeah, I feel like I just wanted to state that, you know, um, cause a lot of people are just like, they're like, huh, you can't, what do you mean? It's been like, <laughs> you know, like three years or whatever and you're in your twenties and I'm not even just like some, um, you know, I'm not like a, um, you know, I'm not like asexual or anything. It's not like, I don't want it, but like, I think it's, um, yeah, I just wanted to say that like, you don't have to and you know, I guess there is health, there are healthy alternatives. Um, um, I'm not aware of them, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I think, uh, yeah, there's just other options. So. Oh, well, I really appreciate you coming over and talking about this and I, you know, I, I don't think there's anything, I didn't want you to think like I'm bringing you on cause you're like, you're this freak and oh yeah, my no, God, I want to talk to the guy that <laughs> I just thought like, this was an opportunity to get, you know, a very unique perspective just given the other conversations that I've had and kind of like have been exploring with this subject like I I think it's really important and relevant and you know I think it's like you're a courageous person to to talk about this openly like just as you know people may think that that I'm running my mouth about sex like it's the same way to, to have a completely different position but like you're upfront about it you own it and I you know I think it's strong and I you know I think it's great. So I wish you all the best, and I thank you so much. Yeah, you too. Thanks for having me on. All right. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sex Communication. Did you like it? I hope so. If you did, please subscribe. I'm a total newbie when it comes to this podcasting thing, so any support would be tremendous. If you'd like to know more about this episode or how you can be a part of the podcast, visit graphicpaint.com slash sexpodcast for details. You'll also find additional episodes, background on this project, contact information, and tips for submitting your own audio files. I'm looking for more people to interview, homemade recordings of sexual activity, and audio production assistance. If any of this interests you, please reach out. It's my goal with this podcast to bring some filth to your ears, change the conversations around sex, change some perspectives, and maybe even change the world. I hope you'll join me. Sex.